Yo, it's Wednesday still. May 17th. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We're on the ground in Las Vegas at the Reuters uh, Automotive Retail Event. We got some news to talk about today. It's been a while since we've done, like, a real show. Let's talk about something. Real show. The people really want to know who I is and who I be. They stop and stay with me. I needed that bounce. I The time zone change is always rough for me. The time zone change. Conference walls. Conference food. Conference chicken. No, we had we didn't have conference chicken last night. No. Oh man. I tell you what. So we're sitting there and Terry Lofledge, if you don't know him, cars.com. He's been in the industry, been around. It's it's he's, he's just one of those stalwarts. He's a legend. <laughs> and he's sitting there and he's like, Why are we all here? And he looks around and he goes, Who who at this table didn't know someone this morning? And everybody at the table didn't know someone Start else pointing at around, the table. Who knew who? who I didn't know you, I didn't know you this morning. He's like, no, this is this industry gathers over food and and like it's the experience of being together that's so important in this industry. And we got to gather over some really great food, some really great friendships. We were talking business and culture and life and all of the things. Google Maps, night. Google Maps updates. All, all with at Brian the same Crane. time, we also had an amazing uh, kind of surprise experience with the server. We had Marvin, uh, who put on a to. a full on clinic on hospitality, and we went back in the kitchen. Brian Kramer had us back in the kitchen seeing the, the, the chefs and the sous chefs. And Marvin is just like a, a legend. We're going to put out some content about Marvin. We'll put out some Blue content. But just we are so enamored. We've always been enamored by the restaurant hospitality For industries. Sure. But even more recently, we've been more enamored by it. And last night did not disappoint. Over the top. Just if you could have been in the room and understood the engagement. And, you know, he, he talks about passion. I can't wait to... to to get the segment out but his passion for what he does is sublime now we can talk about it now because i mean the crossover but we want people to see it and maybe you won't see it yeah we said we asked him point blank we said what's at the center of hospitality and he didn't delay one millisecond he said passion right and i was like well explain passion he goes i care because yeah. i care i care about what's happening i care about how you feel i care about your experience and yeah. like, there's just like we could just eat that as the auto industry. Like, no, yes. no, no. <laughs> like yeah. If we and just deploy that, it would fix eighty percent of our issues. I care. I passionately care about everything that I do. Every person. He said, I care about the way that they felt yesterday, the way that they feel when they're with me, and the way that they feel tomorrow. Gosh. I was like, wow, that's ex that's expanding your experience, recognizing that people are dealing with something in and out of exactly when you're engaging with them. Anyone who's in a customer-centric field should should notice that and go, hey, I these people are experiencing real-life things before and after they come in contact with me, and if I recognize that, then I can serve them better in the moment. It's, it's kind of an obvious thing when you think about relationship, when you care about somebody. I don't just care about what I can get from you right now. I care about how you were doing, how you're going to be doing. And it was just an inspiring, an unexpectedly inspiring yes. night. And I ate too much. Way too much. And I felt it this morning. Oh, the cheesecake, <laughs> though. The cheesecake, oh, though. Oh, man. Well, we had a, a great time yesterday um, at the show here. We're still here today. This is the last day. And a lot of OEM levels, a new, definitely a different, a different energy around this show than some of the ones we're used to where they're, yep. they're primarily dealer-centric and dealer-heavy. More OEMs, uh, more... OEM supplier industry partners, yes. I would say, people yep. that supply on the enterprise level. and um, But I'll tell you what, there's still, like, even as we did panels and stuff, it, there's, there's, like, this disconnect can be between dealers, OEMs, industry partners. But I felt like the lines got a little close yesterday. People got a little more human. That's always what we try to do in a panel, right? Yeah. Let's get the person out. We did recorded, like, almost 20 podcasts, 15 podcasts in this seat. We're doing another six. 
it's seven unreal. today. Yeah. But that's the point. Like, but the whole, everyone's conversation human. was about that. How do we connect the dots between people and get more human with the people, quote unquote, across the aisle and actually have a real conversation? Because I, it was interesting. Like you could see it in everyone's eyes, this like anxiety about the future, but also hope at the same time. Yeah. Like when you're talking, it's like, Oh, I know that these things are coming down the pipe, but don't we don't really know where everything's going to be in three to five years. You know, there's a lot of different between EVs and direct to consumer mm -hmm. and, um, you know, li litigation coming down the pipe. Like there's this kind of wide eyed uh, mystery, but also a real intensity on we know what we need to do. There's a result to get there. There's a result. Yeah. Yeah. We, we showed we were able to show our more than cars, a segment from more than the first that pilot episode of more than cars yes. yesterday to a room of probably about 100 to 150 people were in that room. Yep. And it's fun to watch people watch it because different crowds laugh in different spots, enjoy it in a different way. Yeah. And again, the feedback, people saying this needs to be made. And that was energizing. Yeah, people coming up and being like, how can I help get it in, get it out there? How can we help fund this? How can we help make sure that more people see this? And so um, the first can, thing you can do. You can do is make sure that May 24th, Wednesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Eastern, and then back that all the way up to 10 p.m. Pacific, uh, that you are available and jump on the live stream. You can do it on LinkedIn or YouTube. You can go to morethancars.tv and find out everything that you need to know about that, add it to your calendar, and bring your whole team along uh, because we, we believe that more people seeing that will bring better uh, culture and perception to our industry. Oh, for sure. And, and just showing up, even just having that one more person ticked up on the live stream. Yep. Shows everybody else that there's something going on in the auto industry. So that's a way that you can like be a part of it right out of the gate. And we also have some other ideas on how you can be a part of it in the future because we have more episodes and a full season to make. There you go. All right, let's talk about some news. Let's get um, into it. Listen, this morning when we logged in and just looked at it, it's like Elon. I was like, what's going on in the news? You and Nathan were at the table and then uh, Elon, 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 Tesla, right? Every news, literally every page. Automotive news, there's a Tesla logo. Wall Street Journal, there's a Tesla logo. Reuters Automotive page, there's a Tesla logo. Electric, there's a Tesla logo or a picture of Elon. Right. And I'm like, this guy. It's unbelievable. <laughs> How could we? Because we try not to talk about it too much. But it's just everywhere. I mean, even at the event, everybody's kind of pointing at what is Tesla doing? They're asking that question. Even Marvin. Even Marvin. At the restaurant last night. He was talking about Tesla. Gosh. They got a Tesla, you know. So in an unexpected twist, Tesla and Twitter CEO Elon Musk announced plans to advertise Teslas, despite his well-stated disdain for advertising. Uh -oh. What a change of tune. Uh-oh. Uh, pressure to boost investor confidence amidst challenging economic climate and increased competition in the electric vehicle market is pushing him to go ahead and begin his journey in advertising. It's so funny Here's, how your perspective changes. It totally when changes. When you own an advertising an company. Because <laughs> <laughs> in 2019, he stated that he, quote, hates advertising and, quote, we use that money to make the product better. It's like, hey, all you are, all that, all those ad dollars, we're just making our product better and you're right. burning them on advertising. Which, to be fair, what did he do? He announced that he was going to advertise, and he got all the earned media. <laughs> His Tesla logo is on every single, right? So we It's a little about bit this. of a PR master it's class. It's unbelievable. I know. I know. He says, so granted, he didn't go all in. Like, he's, he's, he's not a sellout. Like, right. I, I would never think he's a sellout. And he says this. So this is a quote, by the way. <laughs> So I guess I should say advertising is awesome. That's like you go on your white page. I so guess I, I should say I this. guess I should say I'm sorry for what I did. Right. right? So I guess I should say advertising <laughs> is awesome and everyone should do it, Musk said uh, in their annual shareholder meeting. He says, 
We'll try out a little advertising and see how it goes. Dip our toes in it. <laughs> a couple little ads on our own platform that pay us back. No big deal. I mean, too, he did just... Right, exactly. He's like, out of this pocket, <laughs> into this pocket. Well, he did. Just, they just, just announced uh, that they're going to be uh, installing a CEO for Twitter. So there's right. an element of support. I can't remember her name. She's coming from... Uh, not Comcast. Oh, I can't remember. NBC. NBC. NBC, yes. Yep. And so, like, there's definitely this element of, like, all right, starting to shift support. And you know, over to Twitter CEO. But the the bottom line is, the auto industry is looking at Tesla like a car company. Yep, they're not a car company. No, right? They you do pulled make up, cars. You pulled up an article about the robots they're making last the, night. Yeah, the robots they're making. They they released a video with the the humanoids. Yeah. And Elon was like, "Oh, I'm I'm convinced that in, in ten years from now, the robots will be the primary revenue stream of Tesla." Whew. Yeah, and they showed them like in a garage. Tesla, all the Tesla isn't a car company; they're a tech company for sure. But either way, they have something to teach us about brand building. Have something to teach us about what the consumer expectation is. A lot of people yeah. from the stage talked about that. Like Tesla highlighted this desire, and you know we still believe that, and the industry believes that interaction with a person around a sales process to make you feel good, to make you feel stable, and if we harness our inner Marvin from the restaurant. Ugh. I care. I care. That's the advantage that dealers have. Yes. It really is all the time. I care. Because yeah. I don't think anyone really would look at Tesla and be like, they care. We say it like this. The the greatest sing- the single greatest value proposition of the automotive industry is people. Yes. And and if and if we lean on that and lean into what people can uniquely do and, and people how people can uniquely bring care into every interaction, uh, then that will drive way more success uh, than than any humanoid robot probably possibly can that's true it's, i agree full agree we we had a chance yesterday to catch up with uh actually the former head of tesla's used car department or right. division sales and he was a riot he was right he was like that was actually 10 cool. of my job but okay yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's doing a thing we'll talk about the other thing uh when, when it's time to talk about the other thing but he's working yeah. on a little thing called plug yeah but he was like you know the the interesting thing is all of these decisions like we see them in the news as kind of elon coming forward and, and talking about it he was like no there was like 50 people in a room every time we made a decision to to change a price or to do anything. Yeah. And so it like we see this as like knee jerk reactions and quick twit quick tweets, but it really is it is a PR masterclass, and I believe that the advertising will probably be a masterclass as well. No doubt. All right. Speaking of a masterclass, can we do that? Segway. Apple kind of puts on a masterclass on a regular basis. In release notes targeting better accessibility, Apple include a feature set that will allow an iPhone's user to clone their own voice in f- within 15 minutes of prompting. Yeah, now this is not new technology. Uh, the technology has been around. Like but you it's can do native. This, but it's native to a phone, which is unbelievable. Uh, it gives uh, users, uh, they've mainly targeted after the accessibility users, people with disabilities who have or have lost their ability to speak. I do that to be able to, yeah, right, <laughs> after an event. But to be able to um, maybe have some pre-recordings or something that has already been said, get it into the phone and then be able to type to text and then get their actual voice instead of like the Siri native voice out. It's their live speech technology. You know where this um, is going. Oh yeah, you know where you know where GPT. That's write write a text to whoever about whatever. Yeah, this voice clone's gonna read it. Read it right back. There it is. Yeah. yeah. Or it's like Paul and Kyle just did a podcast. Kind of. Or did they? 
<laughs> or did they? Uh, you know, really, this is this is all in their accessibility efforts, and and they've they've stated that accessibility is core for them. They're also releasing some features uh, to change the UI so that like the the typical way that you see an iPhone would not be uh, the way that someone with disabilities or um, you, you know needing like a d deeper level level of um, of like cleanliness to their experience mm. we'll be able to turn that on it'll simplify the design make buttons a lot clearer um, but a as we know is when you provide accessibility uh, to to the people that need it most it actually makes it easier for everybody to use um, uh, Sarah Harlinger Apple senior director of global accessibility policy and initiatives say that three times fast there's an out there's an yeah we gotta put the letters together yeah right in that uh said accessibility is part of everything we do at apple these groundbreaking features were designed with feedback from members of disability communities every step of the way to support a diverse set of users and help people connect in new ways like i love that it just like she just swept in mission and vision right yep, there at the yep. end it's That's, so beautiful it's, polished. Yeah. it's pretty polished but uh we were just uh, you were showing me a video of ben hadley our friend good yeah. friend with a pair of uh, cool-looking sunglasses on, but they were AR, AR sunglasses. sunglasses. And he's just sitting there, and he's like, well, I, I can see all this is pretty cool. Yeah. And, and he, he just actually kind of ran out of words. Ran he's like, I words. could remote into my desktop. It's all right here. He was sitting in his car. Right. And so the, these technologies are coming out really quickly. Yep. And, you know, even we've been talking about GPT, some people starting to deploy that within the store. The people who adopt the technology or who are willing to at least try are going to be the ones that I think... Um, are able to build a lot more efficiency into their stores, right? You're gonna yep. you're gonna make some mistakes. You're gonna lose. Well, a you're gonna make first. some mistakes, and and sometimes early will be wrong. But sometimes early will just look it's wrong worth and it you'll for be right. Yeah, it's, it's worth it, worth it to it try. Get it right. Um, and and so always be trying new features. Always be working toward a better connected future for all of your users, all of your clients. Uh, and serving in that way is definitely going to give you a leg up on anybody that's just waiting on the back end of things. Well, we hope you're going to have an amazing day. We're about to hit the podcast and stage. Uh, we got some travel to do. Whatever you're doing, you're in the store, you're on the front line, you're in your place. Care about people. The technology will come along. Care about the people first.